Okay. I'll get back to your calls in a minute if I'm looking at the clock here. And I have with me Carla Downing. And Carla is a Christian marriage and family therapist. She's the author of 10 life-saving principles for women in difficult marriages. And as I was reporting on, a lot of, especially young women, are filing for divorces, more so than men nowadays, according to the report. I want to talk to Carla about that in her book and other things. Carla, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, Jesse, thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. I know. We've been trying to get this yeah. done. So I'm glad that we are finally together on this. Yeah. Very interesting books, by the way, the 10 life-saving principles for women in difficult marriage. What would you call a difficult marriage? Well, you know, we all know that most marriages have their problems or all marriages have their problems, but a difficult marriage is one in which there are chronic problems, a real difficult marriage, chronic problems such as addiction, abuse, uh, irresponsibility, um, just any type of problem that is reoccurring, that is difficult to solve. There's poor communication. There's no way to work out the conflict and the issues that keep coming up over and over and over again. Yeah. I noticed that that is more so today than it was when I was growing up. Absolutely. And what made the change? What brought on the change? Culture. Culture. We have a, a massive shift in our culture in terms of uh, broken families, in terms of the values that we have in culture, the dysfunction that is passed down generationally. Yeah. Um, why isn't, and, and, and I agree 100%, why isn't there a major uh, effort, especially from Christians and others, to bring back the order, bring back the way it should be. Why don't we hear that and see more people fighting for that rather than government or program and this whole so-called race issues and all that crap? Why not because, fight for the real thing? Well, I think the church, and while they've also abdicated their role in culture, they've abdicated their role in relationships. The church really kind of avoids this whole topic. And instead, they be, if they do talk about it, it'll be something kind of simple from the, the, pul the pulpit, like they'll tell wives, submit to your husbands, husband loves your wife. That's great for marriages that are already good. That, that works in a marriage that's balanced, that's healthy, that's a partnership. It doesn't work for marriages where there's all this dysfunction. In fact, in marriages with that dysfunction, sometimes telling that wife to submit to her husband when he's got addiction problems when he's not loving his wife, when he's not taking care of even his own body, like Christ tells him, love your wife like you love your own body. If you don't love your own body, how are you going to love your wife? You're not going to love your wife well. So the problem is when they just cover it with that quick, you know, kind of pat answer, it doesn't get to the root of the problems. They don't give churches and people in churches support systems for those that have difficult marriages. So often they cover the real problems and don't address the issues. Are they afraid to address yeah, the real so. issue? I think so. And what are they afraid of? I think they're, well, I think they're one, they feel that they can't handle it because some of the issues are very complicated. And so they'll feel like, okay, let's just push those out there for the therapists or, you know, or we'll not talk about them and we'll just keep things nice in church and we'll just talk about the Christian stuff, just like we do with the culture. 
Look at right now, the churches are, are talking about, they're taking on the left-wing liberal progressive issues and bringing those into the church. More churches are doing that than are, than are standing up and saying, we can't, this this isn't right. This isn't right for, it's not, not what Christ taught, yeah. not good for the church, not good for the culture. It's highly destructive. Same thing in marriages. I mean, and pastors don't feel that they can really understand, like, how can they address abuse? How do they address addiction? And so they'll just kind of push it off to the side. Think about how many church, how many pastors are not addressing sexual addiction rampant in the church in the from the pulpit. Very few. And these are the real problems. Is it possible to be called by God to point the people back to him and be afraid to deal with those issues? Well, I mean, or yes. not it, know how to deal with them. It's true. Absolutely. So what I, I, I totally agree with you, they don't have to be therapists, they don't have to be counselors. But what you do need in the church is you need your your leaders, those that are going to be talking with the people that are coming to them with the problems, you need them to have resources, you need them to understand and at least recognize some symptoms of a difficult dysfunctional marriage, so that instead of giving these people no hope, no direction, when you tell them, just go ahead and submit to your husband when all this is going on, or just go love your wife when all this stuff is going on. What you're basically saying is just push it down, stuff it down, pretend, and that's a big issue in the church. Can we be real? Can we be honest? Can we come in and say we're suffering? Can we can we really fix the hurting and the brokenhearted? Some churches can have, we can have programs. There's, there's more and more churches that are starting to have uh, different types of recovery programs, different types of ministries or support groups but at least be able to lead them to resources like mine that are healing and helpful, and that will actually give their marriages a chance of being restored to a marriage that God wants, rather than to just continue the dysfunction. And you know what women do, Jesse? I heard you say on your previous program that more women are filing for divorce. You know what they do? They talk for a while, they mention the problems, their husband doesn't listen, men aren't as good as listening to problems as, as women are. For men, if I'm not talking about my marriage problems, my marriage is good. If I talk about it, that means my marriage is bad. So they push it away. They refuse to address it. And after a while, women are just done. And they just say, I'm done. And then the man's like, whoa, 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 what can I do? And it's like, it's too late. I've been talking for all these years. A lot of men are not uh, in the order. A lot of men and women who are married are not under the order of God, God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. And women today tend not to want to follow the order. They want to be equal to men, and that would never work. What do you say about that? Well, okay, so I, I believe in, let me give you my own personal story. I was 20 when I got married. I was a really strong Christian. I loved the Lord. I met my husband in church. We, I was like, very young, very naive, didn't understand anything about dysfunctional families or anything, bringing my dysfunctional family into my marriage, his dysfunctional family into our marriage. And I literally told one of my friends, I, or actually his cousin said to me, you know, he's kind of he's kind of chauvinistic. And I said, that's okay. The Bible tells me to submit to my husband. I'm good with that. I'm fine. And I did. I absolutely did. But I struggled with some really heavy things like, do I submit to him when he tells me, that nothing I say matters. Do I submit to him when he tells me he doesn't care about the problems and care that I'm hurting? Do I submit when I feel like he's doing something that's damaging to the children? Do I submit when he's doing something that's damaging to our relationship? 
at what point? At, well, there was a point where my husband told me I couldn't say no to him. And that was not healthy. Absolutely not healthy. And he would tell you today that his understanding of submission to, to have a wife, a husband who's loving her like Christ loves a church, literally loving her. If he loves her like he loves his own body, he will care about her feelings, care about her opinions, care about her pain, care about her needs. A man that's not doing that, a man that is making poor decisions, that is has problems that are, are hurting his family and himself, how can a woman submit to that and follow that? Look at, at Acts 5.26 or 29 when Peter said to the uh, officials, I'm going to obey God, not man. A woman has to, she chooses to submit. There are times when a woman cannot submit to what's going on. And you know, I'm going to tell you, I have had women, many women come to me with the rampant pornography in the church. And you know what their Christian husbands are asking them? To bring a third person into the bedroom. Well, it's definitely changed. <laughs> That's for it's sure. changed. So uh, you can't tell women you have to submit to everything. If a woman is truly born again, if she raised up close to her father and mm -hmm. then she... Uh, uh, marry a man who is like her father, she become a, a, a daughter of God, wouldn't she naturally submit without even any effort because she is of what is right? Well, it depends on what you're defining submission at. I mean, if submission works right in a marriage, I, I, I literally want to remind you that the Bible does not tell men to make your wife submit to you, Right. It, right. tells, it tells men to respect their wives and to love their wives and to love them as their own body. And it tells women to submit, submit to, yes, to follow that order. But you have to recognize that that order is involved with, I don't have a problem submitting to my husband or, but, but it, we work together. It doesn't say respect your wife. It tells the wife to, it does. It tells the wife to submit to your husband and the husband to submit to God. It tells men to respect their wives in First Peter 3, 7. It says respect your wives? Yeah, it says to respect them. And what does uh, respect mean? Respect means to honor, to honor them for who they are. And what does it mean to honor them? To honor means to value them. What does it mean to value them? them? To value is to put a price on them, to treat them according to who they are to you. What does the Bible tell you that a wife is to her husband? And if a man love God with all his heart, soul, and might, um, along with nothing else, and then his neighbor as himself, it's going to, um, uh, uh, he going to treat his wife the way that God treat him because he's going to love his wife with the love that comes from God. And in the Bible, it says to the wife to respect your husband, your husband, but I never read where it says the wife to respect. Yeah. It tells the wife to respect her husband, but I never read. And I'm not saying it's not there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's not there. But I never read where it says to the husband to respect your wife. Well, the Bible literally tells us to respect everyone. There's scriptures that say to respect your elders, respect your leaders over you, your shepherds. They tell you to respect your parents. They tell the but back when they used the word slaves in there, which we know they're not talking about slaves, like people can look back at slavery in our situation. I, I look at that as employers, employees. It tells you respect them, respect each other in that relationship. It tells fathers not to provoke their children's children to anger yeah. in Ephesians. I mean, respect is God wants respect in relationships. So yes, a husband needs to respect his wife. Absolutely. If you tell a woman your husband doesn't have to respect you, 
she thinks I don't have a right to stand up for my needs. I don't have a right to say what's bothering me. I don't have a right to, to be a person. God does not want a woman to be nothing in a marriage. No, um, I've noticed that with most women that I've heard from or hear about from other men and stuff that are married, wives won't listen to their husband when they tell them how to overcome their problems because she's, they seem to want the man to cater to how they feel instead of telling them how to overcome those feelings because we're not supposed to operate from feelings. We're supposed to operate from what is right. But women tend to hang on to their feelings. Well, because that's the way God made us. Do you know our, our brains actually have more connections to the emotional system than a man's brains do? Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, seriously, it's yeah. the way God made us. So but when you God didn't make women to be emotional like that. That comes from the anger in their hearts. And they're um, turned away from God. No. God's love is, God is like a, God is a dispassionate God. He's yeah. not a passionate God. So when you love God, you overcome those emotions. Well, actually, uh, I would have to agree with you. I mean, disagree with you in this sense. Jesse, when we become saved, that begins the sanctification. It doesn't wash away all the problems that we've had in our entire life. When I, my husband and I both loved the Lord, I was literally so absolutely given over 100% to the Lord, and God was working in my life. But I was very affected by the alcoholic, abusive home that I was raised in. My husband was very affected by the dysfunctional, narcissistic home he was raised in. There is no way that we did not bring those problems. Even loving the Lord, there's no way we did not bring those problems into our marriage. They needed healing they needed to be opened yeah. up and brought to the surface people was your husband have able to show you how to overcome those issues no Carla, hold not. on for me hold on let me take sure. a quick break i want you to tell the folks how to get your books all right okay, great. um no problem. i'm talking to carla downing a christian marriage and family therapist she's the author of 10 live um life-saving principles for women in difficult marriage. Carla, before we do that, t um, did you see that interview with Oprah and that woman? Uh, yeah, Meghan Markle. Meghan I Markle. Only, only parts of that, not oh. the entire thing. And what's your opinion of that? Well, I, I don't know the, I do know their her background. And I know that her background, just like I'm talking about, she came from a very dysfunctional family. And in her family, there's a lot of what we call cut off which is to cut off relationships that are difficult and problematic. She was cut off from her, I believe her mother, when they first started getting together, her father, her sister. There's a lot of that in her family. And so it's highly predictable that her way of resolving problems would be to cut off relationships. I cannot say that that's actually right. happening, yeah. but I can say that generationally, that is what people do. Should her husband have allowed her to do that in the public like that? Because it's more of a family issue than it is a public yeah. issue. I, I think Should it was her husband have allowed her to do that? I, I think it was disrespectful for both of them to do that. So it's not that he allowed her. He went along with it. I know. He's weak. He, yeah, he went, over, he went along with it. Yeah. And he was willing. And I, I think they are more... Uh, they, they kind of represent more of this victim class that we have more and more in a society yeah. where 
they're coming in. She's coming in as the victim. She bought into that situation. She knew, had a good idea what it was going to be. She agreed to marry into that and then took, I think, I think personally, I mean, it's fascinating to watch it. Just yeah. for some reason, we're all drawn to that. But she literally, if you look at the difference between Kate and her, Kate understood it and is respectful of that and made a choice. And she came in and knew what she was getting into, but then she's basically disrespected that entire system. But I mean, she needs to have a voice. If she's hurting, if she feels that things are going on, they need to address that, or that's an unhealthy- But she should have done that at home though, not on TV like that. Well, yeah, I, don't, I, think, I think it's disrespectful. Yeah. I think it's taking advantage of the situation. I think they were both, I think it wasn't right, especially some of the things that were said. And they also helped make it look as, as trivial as it was, which is to complain about her sister-in-law bringing up a dress for a wedding. <laughs> what the? Are you kidding? You're having a royal wedding and every world's looking at you and you're upset your sister's bringing up a dress. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. That part. I agree. Carla, tell the folks how to get your book. Okay. Um, 10 Life-Saving Principles. This is the book that teaches the 10 principles. This is for women in difficult marriages that have a husband who doesn't understand the problems and is not able to lead them to a good marriage because the husband himself is dealing with so many problems. The wife is in such pain. He can address it. And yes, Jesse, we do have to talk about our feelings at some point. They have to be addressed and validated, or it's really, it could be a very, very difficult, harmful marriage. The next one is my new book, The 365 Daily Devotions for Christians in Difficult Relationships. This is for all difficult relationships. If you've got an adult child, an ex-spouse, a parent, a sibling, uh, any or uh, any of those things where you're really struggling with pain in your relationship. Amazing. Collar Downing, thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. All thank right. you. God bless. You too. Thank you. Amazing. Check it out, folks. 10 life-saving principles for women in difficult marriages. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.